Welcome to Action Chapel International. We are one church in many locations worldwide. We are so excited that you took the time to join us today to feed on God's word and to enrich your spirit. We know that your life will never be the same. Now please join us for this powerful message. Prophet Victor Kusibuating. a privilege for a father like uh, my father the Archbishop uh, to give me an opportunity to stand in this altar to minister um, to the people of God uh, he could have called anybody but he chose to call me uh, to do what I'm doing and so uh, not just that but considering um, the way God has used him to raise a lot of men and women um, I would like you to help me uh, celebrate him as a man that has left so much an impact upon us and upon this generation. Is that the best hand clap you can give to him? I never cease to say this. I was so miserable. Until I encountered Papa, I encountered him when we had no relationship. And it, it took well over 10 years before we got connected physically. And he didn't know me and he prayed for me that whatever was hidden in me, which is the prophetic, should come out. The next day was when that grace began manifesting. And so... That is why I said he's a great man, a man after God's heart, and I am his son for life, regardless of whatever happens. Amen. Help me acknowledge uh, the senior bishops of this house, Bishop James Kokusa, Senior Bishop James Kokusa, Senior Bishop Obodai. I've traveled with him extensively over the world with uh, the Archbishop. We've been in Asia, we've been in Eng uh, England, we've been in uh, Europe, we've been in so many places. And I thank God that he still stands here and he's still serving the Archbishop, my father. If, if he wasn't, there is no way he could still be a friend of mine because um, my father's friends uh, are my friends and my father's enemies are, um, I can't say they are my, my enemies, but I can never be friends with them. And so um, if, if your father's enemies are your best friends, then watch out. There is something wrong with your commitment to fatherhood. Because fatherhood has to do with loyalty. Fatherhood has to do with whether you like it or not, this is where you belong. You cannot change your father. That means you cannot change where you are coming from. 
but the most important thing is that you can change where you are going to you see your earthly father brings you into this world but your spiritual father drags you into your destiny so if i cannot change my physical father i don't know how i should change my spiritual father because there is one physical father that gave birth to me and there should be one that leads me into my prophetic destiny and so i encourage all of you to be so strong and to and to be convicted and believe that there is grace in this house god bless you bishop and all the other bishops i salute you i respect you and i respect your being here hallelujah lift up your two hands and ask the lord to give you hearing ears and understanding hearts tell the lord to purify you this morning that you shall be a vessel that can well assimilate what god has for you tell the lord to speak to your hearing and to your understanding some of us can hear but not understand but you want today to be inscripted within the books of memorial that you had an encounter with eternity pray that this morning becomes another morning of an encounter and a different encounter altogether you could be seated, you could be seated, you could be seated. On Christ the soul, lit rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. My hope is built. On nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest friend, but only lean on Jesus' name. On Christ's soul, from our enemies. 
we came trusting you that you will invade the house and bless everyone in here let it be an impossibility for a soul to live out of this place the same if they came empty let them go back full if they came bound let them go back released if they came as sinners, let them go back walking in the righteousness of God. If they came in fear, let them go in faith. In the name of Jesus. Place the man behind the pulpit aside. Let your people hear your voice. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I'm touching on something very delicate which of course is also very practical in our walk with God and in our faith towards God. There are two categories of believers. The first category of believers are the believers who are always waiting for God to do it, for God to say it, and for God to work on it. And there is another category of believers who will say, I will take over and walk with God and win with God. Joshua was a servant to Moses. But you realize that when Moses got to the Red Sea, he picked up the rod and then pointed it to the Red Sea. And the Bible says that Moses said, Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which the Lord himself will rot amongst his people today. For the Egyptians you see today, you shall see them again no more. But then Joshua gets to Jordan and realizes that we've got to cross. He said, I will not point out the rod. But this is the time that God has done enough, invested enough. We are going to make a step of faith into Jordan. And Jordan shall be parted into two. And the Bible says, he called the singers. He called the mistrials, uh, 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 
um, people, the mysteries and said, sing and let us blow the shofars. And the Bible says that they set foot into Jordan. There are times a lot of us stand behind the Red Sea expecting to see what God will do. And there are times some of us know that there is Christ in us who is the hope of glory. And so every step that we make, he makes it with us. We will not stay for God to do it because he has invested so much. It's time to arise and shine for your light has come. It is time to take your destiny and the destiny of your children into your hands. I am here to let you understand that you can win the battle and your children can also win the battle. And that is why most of times when you meet me and you ask me, how is it going? I tell you, I am fighting, but I am winning. If you won't clap, you can stop clapping. Acts chapter 28. Now when they had escaped, then they found out that the island was called Mota. Remember that they escaped. Remember they escaped. I pray that every trap the enemy has set before you, your soul shall escape as a bird out of the snare of the fowler. Which is to say, if you escape as a bird, it meant that your soul developed wings. And then, when you were to walk in to the trap, you began flying like, 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 like Boeing uh, 777. I pray today that God shall cause you to develop wings and you shall fly over every trap. Because whether you like it or not, whether you appreciate it or not, if a trap is not set for you at your workplace, a trap will be set for you in your family. If a trap is not set for you in your family, it shall be set for you amongst your friends. And that is why you've got to understand that you've got to put on the whole armor of God. Because whether you like it or not, Christ has escaped us, exposed us into battle. And whether we like it or not, we shall battle. It's either you battle today or you wait and battle a complicated battle tomorrow. Make it simple by battling it today. I pray you escape. You will 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 escape. And it was then that they realized that the land was called mortar. They didn't even know where they escaped to. It was after the escape that they realized that we are in mortar. And the natives, Paul was speaking, Paul was writing this account and said that, and the natives of Malta were so hospitable and they showed us an unusual kindness. Let me stand in my office as a prophet and prophesy to those of you who came here today. May God show you an unusual kindness. I believe that you shall meet somebody on the flight and they shall show you an unusual I pray that somebody shall come into your office and shall show you an unusual kindness. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says, for they kindled a fire and made us all welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. The Bible says that when the people of Malta saw that these prisoners had been brought there. Understand, 
that the moment Paul was brought amongst the prisoners, the prisoners started enjoying the insurance Paul enjoyed. So companionship is very, 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 very important in your race with God. The other day, Solomon, the wisest man said, if the iron is blunt and you do not fit the edge, then must he put into more strength. For iron sharpeneth iron. You've got to understand that the kind of a relationship that you have and the kind of a connectivity that you have can determine whether you fail or you win. Some of you are connected to the wrong grades. Some of you are connected to the wrong source of power. But I pray that from today, you shall be connected to the right grade. If not for Paul and some of you, your family is waiting patiently until you rise. Don't forget about the, the woman that was caught in adultery. And I don't know of the man, but they told us of the woman. And the moment they, they brought the woman to Jesus, Jesus said, started writing on the floor to confuse them. And there are times that you are silent and you are speaking. A lot of us talk too much. And if you have realized, people that talk too much give out too much information. Many a times, let your strength be in your secrecy and your privacy. You are not the only one going through marital challenges. There are others going through same. And ladies and gentlemen, the difference between you and your friend that you are sharing your marital issues with is that she has decided not to tell you of her problems, but you have decided to tell her your problems. Don't talk too much. Act too much. He started writing on the ground. And then they were still looking at him and he said, he that is without sin, let him first cast the stone. He didn't say all of you that have not sinned. But he said there are almost 150 men that are ready to kill this woman with your stone. But he said if I can find one amongst the 150 men, that is right. Let him first pick up a stone and throw it. And then let the 149 who are corrupted, who are not right, also throw their stones. Because the moment the right man throw the stones, you justify the ones behind you. Ladies and gentlemen in your family, if you can first cast the stone, the rest shall be justified. The family is waiting until when you rise up and be the first to cast a stone. Because of Paul, the prisoners did not drown. And then the Bible says that the recipients of the prisoners were so kind they showed them an unusual kindness and then the bible says that because of the heat and because they left there they knew the dynamics of the weather and so the bible says that they set up fire and that fire was to warm up the prisoners but somewhere somehow the fire was going down and instantly paul said I don't think I was born and I was called to be dependent on the fire of others. It is time for me to light up my own fire. I'm coming. Watch this. Don't always come to church waiting until worship before you, be, you begin to lift up your spirit. 
before you come for the corporate fire, light up your own fire. Ladies and gentlemen, before you come here, before you come and have an encounter, before the worship team starts their worship, you can light up your fire. A lot of you wait until everyone is around before you light your fire. But I came to tell you, in the volumes of the grace of God, yes, the natives are good. Yes, the natives have shown you kindness. But there is nothing that can be compared to lightening up your own fire. A lot of you are dependent upon the fire that others light. But I came to tell you that if you are dependent on them, it shall go down. But if you can rise up and light up your own fire, light up your fire at work, light up your fire at church, light up your own fire. Where you carry your own presence. By the way you live, by, by your connectivity with God, by, by your love for God. To an extent that before you come to church, if that day the church is dull and there is no fire, by reason of the Father you came, carrying your own fire. Ladies and gentlemen, you go out blessed. You come to church for church to light up your fire so that you can go home with the fire burning. I pray today that you shall light up, you shall light up a fresh fire. This fresh fire cannot be quenched. When they light up the fire, it shall go down. But when you light up your own fire, it can never go down. Carry your presence. One of the most beautiful things I love about Abraham is this, Bishop. Abraham is asked by God to sacrifice his only child. And the Bible says that he didn't discuss it with Sarah. And then he took a son. And they were going to a place called Mount Moriah. And the Bible says that when he was going, he did not say, because I am going to the mountaintop, I will not take my fire. Let me ask you, if you have ever been to the mountaintops, people don't really farm because it's so rocky. And so if you want to lose wood and sticks the places to find them is on the mountain but abraham said there is already um, um sticks on top of the mountain and they are drier than the ones i have but i shall not go and sacrifice with a stick that is already available on the mountain i shall carry my own sticks and i shall climb out the mountain i came to tell you that carry your own sticks carry your own presence carry your own things and match up onto the mountain i am very convinced in my spirit that isaac could be asking why are we climbing with sticks when sticks can be found on this mountain because when you look to the left there are sticks when you look to the right there are sticks why are we carrying it but abraham understood that he had to carry his presence he said if i can sacrifice you then i've got to be ready to make a sacrifice for god in all aspects he said i 
will not just carry you to the top. I will carry my own sticks to the top so that the sticks shall not determine how I sacrifice because I know my taste for sacrifice. A lot of you don't even know your taste for God. You don't know how much you love God because you think that coming to church is a place where you come and dump all your problems and you go back. But ladies and gentlemen, church is not just a place for solving our problems. Church is a place for intimacy with God. Light up your fire. Tell your neighbor, light up your fire. You can do better than that. Tell your neighbor, light up your fire. Tell your neighbor, carry your presence. Tell your neighbor, carry your presence. You are too dependent upon other people's presence. The little thing you are calling, Bishop Abuda, you are calling Bishop Saad. Every little thing you are calling somebody. Ladies and gentlemen, you are brought here to be empowered. And that is why a lot of you are being manipulated by prophets. I am not undermining the prophetic. I am a prophet myself. But ladies and gentlemen, the purpose for the prophetic is to equip you and bring you to a place of perfection. Because prophecy is not a destination. Prophecy is just a navigation that... You see, when you are traveling somewhere and I give you the address to the place, it does not mean you have arrived. That is when your journey begins. That is why Paul will tell Timothy, this charge I commit unto thee, my son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by the prophecies mightest war a good warfare. Ladies and gentlemen, even before you were prophesied over, the devil didn't know, but the day the prophecy comes, the devil hears it, and that is when you've got to rise up and light your fire. Light your fire over your family. Light your fire over your children. Light your fire over your inheritance and that is why I came to announce to the enemies of the cause of Zion to those who think that you are dying before the end of the year I came to tell you that you are coming you are coming you shall not die but live why? because you are lighting up your own fire Don't wait until Bishop Naku comes. Don't wait until Bishop Obudai comes. You've got to light that fire tonight. And tell the devil, this house is a no-go zone. Come on, give the Lord a hand of praise. Watch this. The Israelites were slaves. But the interesting thing about them, as much as they put a heavy burden upon them, the Bible said they had houses. Even under suppression, they still had houses. So God told Moses, tell the Israelites to kill the lamb. And then when the lamb is killed, they should eat the flesh within the house. I won't talk about it. And then put the blood at the doorpost of the house. For at night, I will send an angel of death. And when he comes and he sees the blood, he will pass over you. In the midst of suppression, the Israelites still had ownership. They still had houses. Their houses may not be as good as you think it should be. Their houses didn't have, didn't have granite floors and, and didn't have any beautiful thing in there but they still had houses 
Do you know, ladies and gentlemen, that your destiny goes beyond the acquisition of what you have? Your life is not in the house you live in because in a day you can lose a house. But your abilities are within you. What causes you to gain a house is not the hands that built it, but the spirit in you that brought it out. That is why they can chain your hands. That is why they can tear up your certificate. That is why they can put chains on your leg. But ladies and gentlemen, nobody can put chains on the abilities and the callings of God that he has deposited within you. They think that they were burying you. Little did they know that they were sowing you as a seed on the ground. I came to tell you that they can fight everything around you and take everything from you. But there is something ignited in you. There is a spirit embedded in you. There is something so strong in you they can fight against everything around you but for what is within you there is not a man that can take it away in fact in fact in fact the siblings of jacob uh, joseph understood it better and this is how they put it they said let us kill him and see what will become of his future to me that statement was wrong it was a fallacy why was it a fallacy it was because when you kill you don't see when you kill it ends but the siblings of joseph knew that this guy carries something that even though when we kill him there is something about him that cannot be killed we still will see it there is something about you that cannot be killed they can kill your business they can kill your children they can kill everything around you but there is some capacity that you carry may it always be potent let it always be potent as you carry your own presence as you carry your own presence as you carry your own presence I'm desperate for you. And I, I, I'm lost without you. This is the air I breathe. Come on, help me sing it. This is the air. This, this is, is the air I breathe. Your holy presence living in me. This is my daily bread. This is my daily bread. This is my daily bread. Sing with me. This is my daily bread. Your holy presence. Living in so desperate of you Lord and I, I, I 
I'm desperate for you. yesterday was the technological advancement that the captains had 
which of course gave them legitimacy to say, we won't listen to you sale because we believe we are not going to have any problem in our sale. But this time around, Paul was saved from this technological complications and the Bible says that he ended up in Malta. And now Paul had to swift from technology to culture. Because in their culture, they knew how to set up the flames. And yet they did it and it was coming down. And I came to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that some of you survive complicated issues and simple things like culture you think is going to swallow you up. I came to tell you he's the same God that took you through the times they said you will never be a mother. It is the same God that took you through when they said you were a failure. And somewhere, somehow, he has given you a story and you are telling me this cultural way and this way that we set fire up can destroy me I came to tell you that the hand that lifted me is still at work many a times the problem that some of us have is we easily forget look at how complicated that surgery was and you survived it and you go back and they tell you there is a lump in your breast and you are crying have you forgotten about the complication in your tummy that God saved you from the same God that saved you shall save you again I wish I had three of my witnesses here today I will have been here i came to tell you that if you could be secured and not be destroyed with technology i doubt how this culture can destroy you he said i don't know how you do it but as i watched the natives i saw them gathering sticks and that is where my message starts and i finish in a few minutes and then paul started gathering sticks he started gathering sticks. Paul was gathering sticks. What was a stick for? Paul was about to light up his own fire. This was a fresh fire. This was not somebody's fire that has been set up. Come on. There are some of you you are coming with fresh fire. Oh, there are a lot of you. You have lived well for God. You have sacrificed everything there is. And under this atmosphere of fresh fire, I pray after responding to every call of God, your light shall shine. Your light shall shine. Your light shall shine. I said Paul started gathering sticks. He gathered the sticks. And you know one thing. There was a viper that was behaving like a stick. But Paul didn't see. He thought it was a stick. A lot of you are gathering sticks, gathering friends, gathering allies. A lot of you think that is the best business partner. But wait until we are here to set the fire in the, in the woods. And that is the only way we will know that is it wood or it is stick. There are a lot of woods that you think are woods but are vipers. There are a lot of friendships around you that you think that they are friends but they are vipers. But today as we open fire, the fire shall separate the sticks from the vipers. Harabasoha, I say from today as you light up the fire, it shall separate the fire, the sticks from 
the vipers. Watch this. You can imagine when Paul was gathering the sticks. He picks the stick, lines it up, picks another stick, lines it up, pick another stick, lines it up, pick another stick. It was so stiff, hard. He thought it was a stick. Little did he know that this was not the stick I thought it was. I wish I was coming to church. And then he added it to it. And then the Bible says, when he finished gathering the sticks, he lighted fire. Today, you are going to light fire in your own household, at your workplace, with people that you think are friends. The fire should bring them out. The fire should bring them out. In the seasons of fresh fire, let the vipers come out. In this season of fresh fire, let the vipers come out. Let every viper whose intention is to bite you, let them come out. Let them come out. Let every viper come out of the sticks. Today you are going to pray. You are going to light fire. Let the vipers come out. come out vipers of ministry vipers of marriages a viper indeed and you thought that it was a friend and you introduce your relationships to her and the next day the relationship collapses you've not done anything to the man but the man puts you on reject What I'm talking about is something that a man like Solomon, you realize that Solomon gave us a lot of wisdom. Wisdom was the composition of Solomon. And I told you that Solomon did not get wisdom because he encountered God. It was in his dreams. In his dreams. Watch this. You don't have to be a prophet. Every one of us dream. But you can come to a place in your stance with God when you're standing with God is right and you know and ladies and gentlemen you go to bed you don't just control your home you can control your dreams you don't just eat anything in your dream even in your dream you are so conscious nobody can just come and have an intercourse with you because ladies and gentlemen in if you look through the Bible a lot of destinies were determined in dreams and yet some of you, because you've not done it yet, because there's no fire in your, in your woods, you can't even control your own dreams. And anything comes to sleep with you at night. And we have, we have, we have polished it up, and we called it spiritual marriage. I'm not saying it as if I don't believe in it, but whether it's a spiritual marriage or not, if a man could contend with God in a dream, don't forget about Genesis chapter 28. The Bible says that there is a man called Jacob whose bloodline has to do with lies and lies and complications of lies to an extent that his name is now called the liar, the deceiver. The Bible says that he, 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 when he received the blessing,
absence from his father Isaac, he was running away to Laban. And the Bible says that the sun was set. He was tired. And the only thing he had was a rod. And he slept on a stone. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. A lot of people sleep on $2,000 mattresses. But they cannot sleep. What do we call a blessing? A blessing is not the kind of pillow that you have. But a blessing is how you are able to sleep. What do we call a blessing? A blessing is not the kind of food you can afford. But a blessing is the kind of appetite you have to eat the food. Hey, I wish I was coming to church. I wish I was coming to church. I wish I was coming to church. What a blessing. What a blessing. To put your head on a, on a stone and sleep. A lot of you are complaining and complaining and complaining. Because you don't know that even in your complaint, it is somebody's testimony. It is somebody's testimony. And yet you are still complaining. Let me give you the secret. You've got to thank God for wherever you are and wherever he has placed you. And say to God, if I could survive this, I know that you have better plans for me. To me, let me define a miracle. A miracle to me is when you, it's not when you believe God for a pillow and you get it. But to me, a miracle is praying for a pillow for 10 years. God doesn't give you the pillow. You still don't have the pillow. But still, for the 10 years, when you put your head on a stone, you are able to sleep. That is called a blessing. That is called a blessing. That is called a blessing. And if you can sleep and be content on that pillow, I came with the word of God. That On that stone, I came with the word of God for you that is about to release a pillow for you. Light up, light up, light up, light up your woods. Before I continue preaching, light up your woods. Light it up, light it up, light it up, light it up. Let the vipers come out. 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 And I will worship you. Lift you high above the earth and the heavens. Lift up your voice in prayer. Light your fire up. And I will worship you. Lift you high above the earth and the heavens. You are Lord. For you are Lord. You 
and your intimacy with God, there are vipers. And they have their venoms. And the moment they spill it on you, you become contaminated. But I pray that as you keep the heat today, let the vipers come out of the woods in the name of Jesus. Let every viper come out of the woods in the name of Jesus. Let every viper come out of the woods. came out by reason of the heat the viper targeted the hand that packed, put together the wood don't forget that Paul used his hand to gather the sticks and then when the fire and the heat was warm the viper said, why should this hand bring me into such a heat? I will target it. But the viper didn't know what Paul had survived on the high seas. The viper didn't know the kind of God that Paul carried. I came to tell you, somebody is making a mistake. If they knew the kind of battles you have fought and you did not die and succeeded, they should not try. Coronavirus cannot kill you. Coronavirus cannot destroy your family. Today they have a variant called the Delta variant. Tomorrow they have another variant. 
we don't care about any variant there is a God in us there is a God in us and Christ in us the hope of glory first it was fragrance then it turned to fire my worship is my weapon that is how I win this my battles First it was fragrance, then it turned to fire. Worship is my weapon. Worship is my weapon. This is my battle. First it was fragrance, then it turned to fire. Worship is my weapon. This is how I win my battle. The fragrance sing. The fragrance of my words rose up to the Father. Noises, thunderings, and quicks were the response to my worship. Hey. The fragrance of my worship rose, rose up to the Father. Noises, noises, thunderings, lightnings were the response to my the fragrance of my worship. The fragrance of my worship hey. rose up to the Father. The noises and the lightning hey. when the rest goes to my worship. First it was fragrance, then it turned to fire. My worship is my weapon. My worship is my weapon. This is how I win my battle. This is how I win my battle. So first it was fragrance. Let the fire and the heat be on. Let the heat be on. This is how I win my battle. This is how I win my battle. Sing, this is how I win. This is how I win, win, win. This is how I win. The smoke of my worship. The smoke of my worship release upon the earth. Say, this is how I win. This is how I win. The smoke of my worship. The smoke of my worship released upon the earth. Say first it was fragrance. First it was fragrance. Hey. Then it turned to fire. My worship is my weapon. My worship is my weapon. This is how I win my battle. This is how I win my battle. Say first it was fragrance. First it was fragrance. Then it turned to fire. My worship is my weapon. My worship is my Hey, you move mountains, you cause walls to fall with your power, you perform miracles, say there is nothing that's impossible. Yeah. 
you've got to keep the heat on for the vipers around you to come out. There are too many polished vipers that your physical eyes cannot see because they are standing on a six inches heel Louboutin shoes and they are holding a Birkin bag and they are, they are wearing a Dolce and Gabbana suit. So you think that they are sticks, but they are not sticks. Ladies and gentlemen, they are vipers. You see, being a viper has nothing to do with your bag, has nothing to do with your jewelry. Whether it is a custom jewelry or whether it is a fine jewelry, that is not what we came here for. But there are vipers in there, vipers at work, vipers in our homes, vipers as maids, vipers as partners. But today, you've got to keep the heat up. The heat has to go up from five degrees to thousand degrees Celsius. The heat must bring them out. The heat must. Bring them out. The heat must bring them out. With your power, you perform miracles. There is nothing that's impossible. And we stand in here only because you move. You move mountains. You cause walls to fall. Before the end of 2021, the heat should bring out the vipers. And that is why everything around you has venom in because there is a viper that is so dangerous. There is a viper that is so close. There is a viper, but it is one thing that shall push them away. And there are some of you after today's prayer, there are some friends that will delete your names from their phones. Although you've not done anything to them, that he shall bring out the vipers and separate them from the sticks because the sticks shall give us heat, but the viper shall give us poison. because of where we are I'm coming from and the kind of things I've encountered and the kind of battles I have fought I am just 50 years of age I turned 50 in September but watch this it is not your age it is the experiences you've had because in my 50 years of life, I have come across a lot of 70-year-old boys and 17-year-old men. Because your age doesn't make you a man. To my surprise, I had a meeting with, with, with some renowned president and in our talk, 
I said, how could this man be a president? So empty, cannot have intellectual conversation, cannot have economical, economic conversations. And, and though I am a dropout, but I saw that this man is too light. There are some of you, a lot of people who are light have taken over your seat, not because of anything, but because they understand one thing, that from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. Let me clarify myself as I finish. Why, why, why should Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, will ever tell us, this I didn't understand. This I don't understand. This I don't get. I understand him for not understanding what he didn't understand. Because instead of David to teach him how to battle, he rather battled and fought all his battles for him. So in the days of Solomon, he did not fight a single battle. So watch this. Anything about warfare, Solomon doesn't understand. Because he doesn't understand how to throw the fist. He doesn't understand how to use the bow. He doesn't understand how to use the arrow. And so he will say, I don't understand why princes are walking and servants are riding on horses. I understand Solomon for not understanding this. Because this is meant for people who understand warfare. Why? Because if you understand warfare, you understand that in the Old Testament, if you are a servant, you don't own anything. You are owned by your master and owned by everything that you own. And he owns everything that you have. So understand that the horse the servant is sitting on is not for him. Now, the medium of transport for kings and for princes, kings, bigger kings, was chariots. Smaller princes, were horses. So you realize that the prince that is walking has a horse. But there is a servant who said, you see me as a servant, but I see myself as a warrior. Yours is the horse, but mine is to battle. I know that this horse belongs to you. But I'm going to fight you because we are not in the palace. When you are in the palace, you are ordering me about. But this time around that we are on a journey, you've got to walk and I've got to sit on your horse. There are a lot of you that people are sitting on your horses. Not until you open the fire. Not until they feel the heat. They will not jump off your horse. A lot of servants are sitting on horses because they know how to apply the rules of spiritual engagement. chapter 28 of Genesis, as I try to conclude, the Bible said he fell into a deep sleep. The whole challenge of, of Jacob was when he fell into a deep sleep. All the four chapters that he encountered could have been avoided, but he fell into a deep sleep. And then he saw a ladder from heaven to the earth.
And then he's still an amateur. He's standing at the base of the ladder and watching. Now, the angels, when they saw it, said, Ah, okay, if there is a ladder and you not use it and utilize it, we'll play merry-go-round with your ladder. We'll go up and down. Let me ask you this question. Do angels need ladders? They have wings. So this ladder there is not for joke. What God was telling Jacob is that I know you are asleep, but there are too many complications. Climb up the ladder and let me descend the ladder. The reason for a ladder is for somebody without wings from beneath to go up. And the reason for a ladder is that one from up to come down. And so Jacob was given an opportunity to light himself up, to climb the ladder, but he was so naive. And he said, the Lord was here, and I didn't know. And that is why, when he met the angel, the second time in Genesis chapter 32, he said, I met you the first time. I let you go. I did not use the ladder, but this time around, I've met you on this ground. Ladies and gentlemen, they mess you up times past, but I came to tell you, it is a new day. It is a new moment. It it's a new season. The clouds have shifted. Somebody shout some amen to the Lord. Somebody shout. Somebody shout. She, nipa yehu omunu yina, nye nipa yina na nipa u, ebi e nimpain. It is not everybody that we see that is human. Because there are, there are some whose attitude and, and responses don't, don't collaborate with human minds. And some of you have been able to contain the venue for so long. But from today, the fire should be so strong that by the time you go home, he has sparked these things and said, I will not sit in this house again. I will not live here again. Some of you should light up the fire. And when the fire is lighted, ladies and gentlemen, because it brightens up the gold, let the gold come into the fire and let it refine it. But let the fire drive away every venom. Let it drive away every viper in your life. You are going to open up the heat. That he should be so much that they cannot contain. And they will come with aggression to bite you. They will come with aggression. But this is the advantage that we have. The angel of death has come into the land of Egypt. And the Bible says that kill the lambs, eat the flesh, put their blood at their doorpost. And God gave him an instruction that only kill one, only kill the firstborn. That is an instruction I'm giving to you. Don't kill two. So the moment the angel stepped into town and he started going from house to house, when he went to a house without the blood, he will enter and kill. The house without the blood, he will enter and kill. When he gets to another house and there is blood, he'll say, oh, an angel has gone ahead of me. Somebody has already died. That is why there is blood. I cannot kill twice. I can only kill one. So he shall go 
and not invade the house i came to tell you that if you can first open the fire they cannot enter your house they cannot come to destroy the first they cannot destroy the firstborn why because there is fire why because you are moving fire why because there is heat from today i pray that every viper in your life 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 there is fire in the name of Jesus, there is power in the name of Jesus, there is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. targeted the hands that gathered it and it bit it and it, it carries so much venom that anyone that's a similar viper bite will have to die but for the heat Paul could not die let me take this opportunity to announce to everyone here that what killed your boss cannot kill you. What killed your father cannot kill you. What killed other people cannot kill you. You see, many a times, I was talking to a high-profile person in the health industry, uh, uh, ministry. And I realized that whilst there had been outbreaks in funerals and parties, churches that thousands of people gather have never had outbreaks. Is it not a statement enough that when you come to a place of heat, I believe that this president Mafui was not what was, was didn't die he was killed because because he said the, 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 the virus cannot stay where Christ is so I'm not receiving any vaccination let me let you know that I'm not saying don't receive vaccination are you here with me but what I'm telling you is that don't be scared of the variant because the blood of the lamb is more potent and powerful than the variant. Don't be scared. Some are so scared. And the sad thing is that they are not scared going to the marketplaces. They are not scared going for parties, but they are scared coming to church. Why? Because the demon that wants to kill you will always try to push you out of church because he knows that when there is an assembling of the people and the fire is on and the heat is on, all vipers from today we demand the viper of coronavirus to take its exit out of the corridors of this nation, out of this continent. Let the heat take them out of this continent. to pray.
In two minutes we are praying. Well, I'm preaching and we go. You call for light out of darkness. Oh Lord, you don't need a man to be the God you are. You've chosen, Lord. You have chosen to call me your own. You've got times. You've got times. And seasons in your hands, mighty God, oh, you call for light out of darkness. And you don't need a man, you don't need a man to be the God you are. Through your mercies, Lord, through your mercy. Lift up your two hands. Lift your two hands up. Today you are going to ignite fire right in the woods and in the sticks. You have chosen. Lift up your two hands. I pray that the fire will be open today. I pray that that fire will be open and that venom, that viper cannot touch you. Lift up your two hands. Because of the fire, there is a lot of deliverances that is going to go through right in this place. I've been cautioned not to come in, but, but I pray that the Holy Ghost will touch you wherever you stand. And even as you pray, the Spirit of God is ministering to me that is going to give you deliverance right now. Any viper that is a neighbor, any viper that is in your home, any viper at your workplace who has made you a target, let the heat bring them out. Let the heat bring them out. Let the heat bring them out. Come on, begin to pray. Clap your hands and pray. with me in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I open fire. I open fire. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I open fire. I open fire. 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 
over every viper that has disguised itself as a stick. Any viper that has disguised itself as a stick in my life, in my destiny, and in my future. Today, let the heat, let the heat, burn it, burn it, let the heat, burn it, burn it now by fire. By fire, by fire, now, clap your hands and begin to pray. We know that you were blessed by that message, and we look forward to sharing God's word with you once again. For more information on this and many other Action Chapel International products and messages, you may visit our Dominion Bookshop, located on the premises of Action Chapel, Spintex Road. Or you may call our offices on 030-701-1851. Or you may also visit us online at www.actionchapel.net. Once again, thank you for joining us today. And may your life continue to be changed in God's presence.